All right, everybody. We're talking uh, season two episode. Well, here's where it gets interesting. Just uh, it took me a while to figure this out, uh, but uh, it's episode eight to me, and for our intensive purposes, but it's really season two, episode seven. But let's not get caught up on that technicality. I, ca- I counted the holiday special as episode one for season two. And I'm recording this before most of these are released, so uh, like, uh, so you probably let me know about it, but it took me a while to fix it. Uh, but here we are. The Idiot's Lantern is the name of the episode. And this uh, this is an episode about TV called in the YouTube. It used to be called, when it was a tube, it was called the B-O-O-B tube in the U.S. Uh, US where do I live? The U.S. United States. But I do like the term the idiot's lantern. It's a rainy night. It's a storm in England. And what's my line is on the TV is a man is working hard. He's got, uh, what do you call those things on? Uh, Suspenders. He's breathing. He seems to be balancing the book. uh, And he's a little stressed. uh, 200 pounds short. Things aren't good. And the end of programming comes on. They say goodnight from Alexandra Palace. Or Alexandra Palace. A very good night. They play the national anthem. And he says, I need a miracle. Uh, He doesn't say every day. And we see a kid reading Radio Enthusiast magazine. Cool kid, clearly. Future podcaster. Can't see what that says about at the telly. Uh, what does that say? T- telly. Uh, they're listening to the radio, and it's a mother, or grandmother, and uh, they're joking about what what's on there. And then the father comes, who's in, you know ends up being a character we don't love here. Uh, something about the tell getting a telly for cor- coronation. Uh, you know, everybody's got one lately in this neighborhood. The boy t- says, I think his name's Tommy. Grandma says, TV rats, the brain. It's a stormy night, uh, pink lightning. We see the man asleep at his desk. The TV calls to him, Mr. Magpie, woo-woo, woo-hoo, or something. Uh, uh, can you hear me, Mr. Magpie, calling? And I say, not a dream, sweetheart, because he says, what am I, having a dream or I'm out of it? And she says, sit down and we'll begin. Uh, then we see triple pink lightning and the TV, the character on the TV laughs. Uh, and the episode opens and it's a Mark Gatiss ap- episode. Uh, one of our favorites here in the world of Who and uh, GOT and entertainment in general. Uh, then the, this episode opens. Rose steps out of the TARDIS. Uh, uh, she's kind of dressed. Uh, there's rockabilly music playing. She's in a pl- pink and b- blue uh, skirt or something. Like, uh, they, they look uh, shagadelic or whatever, but that's not the right term for the 50s. Uh, she says, I thought this was like Vegas uh, flares and chest hair. And we see the doctor has like a, what is that called? A duck's butt. I call it a duck's butt, uh, but I think it's a ducktail or a quaff. And the doctor goes, late 50s Elvis is what we're going for. Elvis the pelvis. He goes, he's got a waist and style. The doctor has a, like a TARDIS or a scooter. He's in total mod style. 
Uh, and he pulls up. He's got a helmet on, uh, sunglasses. He goes, going my way, doll? And uh, Rose goes, there's any other way, daddy-o? Straight from the fridge, uh, man. And uh, then they talk about Cliff Richard, uh, Bank Holiday. Every Bank Holiday Monday, they would watch uh, Cliff Rose and uh, her mom, who said, I don't know how, I can't remember, Jackie would watch Cliff Cliff Richard movies. And he goes, oh, I knew she was a Cliff fan. And then they go, we're going to go to watch uh, Ed Sullivan and uh, the the, the Hound Dog. So they're going to see Elvis's appearance on the Ed Sullivan, see Ed Sullivan show, and uh, we're going to catch it. Uh, and Rose goes, "Okay, so we're in New York City, huh?" As the double decker bus goes by, Rose has a purple helmet, I think. Uh, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, there's laundry hanging in the streets, uh, Union flag, bunting." And uh, red, uh, red uh, like uh, mailbox, and uh, Rose goes digging that uh, New York vibe, Daddy O. And he goes, yeah, this is kind of like a Londony New York. And Rose goes, well, what's up with the flags? Uh, then we see Muffin the Mule on TV, and uh, people watching the same families watching TV. They're kind of uh, in there. Is smart something dad is impressed with the TV. I don't know if that's a smarking dad. Uh, but he says, uh, look at how good this TV is. Tommy, you're right. Uh, he goes, doesn't this make you happy, Rita? He says that to his wife or the mom. He's very impressed. Uh, but everyone else is like worried about, uh, uh that grandma's nap and that grandma gets enough nap time. Uh, and uh, grandma's, uh, like, uh, like it does, she, she has this new thing. You think where she's wearing clogs around the house upstairs and, uh, she, she just, instead of telling them stuff, she clogs around upstairs. Uh, they say, what does that clogging mean? Does it mean she's hungry? Uh, then we see Magpie delivering TVs. He happens to talk to the doctor. This actually says, what's going on? He goes, uh, getting the TVs ready for the big day. And doctor goes, what big day? He goes, coronation. What are you from, uh, what are you, a square or something? And the doctor goes, what coronation? He goes, the queen. And Rose goes, oh, well, Queen Elizabeth. And the doctor goes, oh, it's 1953. Somehow I get these dates mixed up because they put 1933 down somewhere. But it's not important. And he goes, yeah, the last time I looked, that's what date it was, uh, Time for some pop and circumstance, what we do best. And the doctor's pretty pumped about this. Uh, and Rose goes, look at all the TV aerials. Like, everyone's got one. Uh, I thought my nan had said that everybody had to watch TV in one house, that not everyone had it. Uh, and Magpie goes, we sell them for five quid. Uh, Magpie's marvelous telly, uh, And the doctor goes, cool, Technicolor. Everest, uh, everything off ration, a uh, brighter, happier future for England. Uh, let's see, Dr. Spumped, there's uh, more clog issues at another house with Mr. Gallagher. It's been clogging around. Uh, and they say, Dr. says, what are they doing? They say, well, Tommy says, uh, or something. They say, they say, no clogging. It's just been clogging. Clogging ordinance has been passed. Clogging's too loud.
what does it say? Potter for Doctor and Rose in Pursuit. Oh, I think they say something about the patriarchy. Because the doctor says, I'm not sure about this. Uh, he says, Tommy, what's going on? He says, they're kind of trying to frame everybody for clogging. And he goes, I don't think they're choosing to clog. I think it's a TV show they're watching. So the doctor chases after the um, MIBs, which are picking up the cloggers. Uh, they chase after in their scooter. The MIBs, they say, let's institute Operation Market Stall. So then in James Bondian, uh, Indiana Jonesian way, they hide between market stalls and hideouts. And they say, we lost them. Or, you know, they, their doctor and the Rose say, we lost them. Uh, Rose goes, you're not a, she goes, you're not a very good driver. If you ever passed your driving test? Uh, and the doctor goes, what's going on here? We got anti-coag initiatives, MIB, disappearing cars. Uh, because they thought this was Churchill's England. And Rose goes, maybe we should ask the neighbors. She, she, she goes, uh, no, doctor, that's what I like about you, the domestic approach. And Rose says, don't you think it's insulting? Uh, busy, busy, brand new. Oh, no, then we go back to Magpie's office. Uh, he's talking to the TV, who, who seems to be behind, I'll just tell you, the TV's behind the clogging. And, uh, like, uh, Magpie's made a portable TV. He's talking to the TV. He goes, can I get my freedom back? Uh, and she goes, no, 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 you're uh, empowering my clogging. Uh, and she goes, if you're good, uh, you know, then I'll let you go uh, back to your life. Uh, but right now we're busy, busy, busy. Uh, your world's forging into a new age. Uh and she goes, the time is right uh, for for someone. Uh, let's see. Ripe me, 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 busy brain, ripe uh, magpie, a ripe magpie, a ripe magpie, ripe, nothing like a ripe magpie. Then we see Kid Podcast, a.k.a. Tommy, that's what I'm calling him. He sneaks upstairs uh, of his house with a key, and he says, Graham, it's me, it's Tommy. And uh, the dad kind of busts him for interrupting uh, or something or looking into stuff when the dad told him not to, uh, being disobedient. There's also ducks on their wall. And the dad is just like too much. Uh, he's too good. The acting is almost too good. It throws off kind of the balance of the episode for me. I mean, he puts the, uh, he's the archer, uh, ar he puts the arch and patriarchy, well, uh, He's like an arch-patriarch, uh, and uh, he says a little bit of hush. Uh, or somebody says that. Yeah, he, he's got to make all these speeches to the mom and the son. And right when he says a little bit of hush, uh, the doorbell rings. It's Dr. and Rose. And they say, hi. And the doctor goes, who are you? And the doctor goes, uh, nice house, uh, a decent family person. Uh, you represent Queen and Country. Pulls out his psychic paper, you know, do some fast thinking, and then just barges in. And he goes, "Yeah, we're just checking in before the big day. We work for the, you know, Majesty." And he goes, "Don't mind if we come in. Not bad. Very well. Congratulate you. Uh, well kept, uh, Miss Conley, Mrs. Conley." 
And uh, Archpatriarch tries to run the show, uh, you know, because he's, uh, and the doctor goes, well, I'm here for everybody, not just you. He goes, Where? He goes how come your flags aren't up? And the doctor, you know, they say, no, no, Rose is like, dude, you put them up. Don't boss your family around. Some of the, I think they said at your majesty's leisure, maybe to t- tell her instead of uh, to, like to tell uh, uh, a kid podcast and his mom to sit down. Yeah, because they say, Mr. Conley, you put up the friggin' uh, things. Uh, they, they, because this is the Queen's country now, not yours, but, you know, uh, Mr. Splain. And, and he goes, we're going to put these Union Jacks up. And Rose goes, Union Jacks? Uh, and Eddie goes, right. And she goes, no, it's a Union flag. It's a Union Jack when it's flown at sea. And she goes, get to it now. Uh, and then they, that's when the doctor says, at Her Majesty's leisure. And they introduce, he says, this is the doc, I'm, di- I'm the doctor, this is Rose, uh, kid podcast, good to meet you. And he goes, oh, I love telly. Uh, and they're watching something about dinosaurs or something, but doctor gets uh, to the heart of the matter. Because they say, uh, the doctor says, hey, what's going on? Everybody seems a little bit... Uh, and the dad says, well, I don't think he needs to know. And the doctor goes, yeah, I do. We're here to help. Uh, and the, the, the dad says, this is my house. This isn't part of uh, the government's uh, duties or whatever. He goes, I'm in charge of what's under my roof. Uh, and the doctor goes, I heard some stuff about clogging. And the dad raises his voice at the doctor. And the doctor says, uh, raises his voice back and says, I'm not listening. Mr. Conley, you could be in big trouble here. Tell me what's going on. And then we hear the clogging, and they say, Grain won't stop clogging. And then the MIB started coming and taking all the cloggers away, and we're afraid they're going to take Grain. So then they go upstairs. Tommy, Kid Podcast, says, Gran, it's here. I'm here to help you with my friends. Uh, and they realize that uh, yeah, she, she's just absent-mindedly clogging without, like, a, just in some sort of clog zone. And the doctor kind of scans her. He goes, "It's he goes, she, she's your clogger now. Uh, I don't understand it. Uh, what happened?" And they go, "We don't know. She just that's all she does anymore, silently and then noisily." And they go, well, what was she doing before that? And they go, watching a TV show about clogs. Uh, and they go, okay. Uh, uh, and then uh, the, 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 the MIB comes to take Grant to the you know clog removal school. And everyone's like, you can't believe this is happening, uh, whatever. Uh, and uh, let's see. Let me, uh, I'm not listening. Grant won't stop. The doctor chases after Grant. Uh, he's fast downstairs, really fast. Rose, but Rose sees pink lightning coming out of the telly. Looks at the back, more pink lightning. There's also pink lightning on the aerial. Uh, doctor follows after Grant and the, the MIB, but Rose is stuck behind. And then she she says, "Dude, by the way, your flag's upside down." Joker smile and run. Yeah, so she was hilarious. Uh, the way Rosa leaves it. Uh, let me see. Uh, she goes. Uh, yeah, she just makes the smile and runs. It's funny. 
The doctor's going after PVJ-601. Then he sees how they do use the market to hide. Uh, he goes, very good. Swerves in. His hair is still a factor, I put, or something. Factor at me enjoying the episode even more. He finds more people that are absentmindedly clogging all in a room. And uh, they just seem zoned out and just clogging. They also clench their fists and hands as they clog around. Then headlights come. The doctor gets kind of seen. Meanwhile, Rose goes into Magpie's telly shop. He says, it's close. Come back tomorrow. And Rose says, tomorrow is the uh, coronation. I need a TV. And he goes, no, no, no. You can find somebody else's TV to watch it. Uh, she goes, you're just giving these TVs away for nothing. And he goes, yeah, I got my reasons. She goes, what are they? And then the same character comes on TV and uh, says, uh, hey, clogging, I love clogging. Rose goes, who's that? What's that? Magpie goes, a TV show. I don't know, some uh, avant-garde clogging show. And Rose goes, I'm not leaving until you give me your questions. How come the TVs are so cheap? And he goes, it's my patriotic patriotic duty. He goes, uh, so more people can watch the coronation. 20 million people are going to be watching, and they can't be wrong. He goes, why don't you hit to go home and rest for tomorrow? Rose goes, hey, need, he, I'm here to see everything. Yeah, because something's going on with this uh, CLO to the G. Starts with C, rhymes with T, and that stands for trouble. Uh, and it's your, the only common thread is your TVs, Magpie. Magpie goes, I knew I'd get busted. And Rose goes, tell me everything. And he goes, uh, I'm just looking for some peace. Uh, and she goes, he goes, from the TV, the CLO to the G. And the, the, the presenter, she says, oh, what a pretty little girl. And Rose goes, are you talking to me? And she goes, yeah, I'm talking to you, little one. Uh, just that's the last time I heard that was uh, Circe say that little bird. And she goes, don't you think it's chilly? And she goes, who are you? And she goes, uh, clogging. It's time for a clogging. And then she uses the pink lightning uh, uh, to uh, hypnotize Rose to start. Uh, suddenly there's wooden clogs on Rose's feet. And uh, then we go, let's see. Uh, just doing my duty, Telly. Oh, yeah, Rose is fuzzy and clogging. Uh, then the doctor's getting interviewed by these two uh, police, uh, these these two uh, officials, uh, and they say, tell us everything you know. And doctor starts making jokes. You can't wrap your hand around your elbow and make your fi- fi- uh, fingers meet. Uh, and they don't say, don't be get clever. We saw you uh, today. And the doctor goes, listen, you, Bishop. Uh, and the bishop goes, how did you know my name? He goes, it's in your collar. I can see it. Uh, your mom washes your shirts. And he goes, how much inspecting are you doing with this clog stuff? Uh, he goes, are you trying to cut down the clogging so it doesn't distract from the coronating? And he goes, you're just trying to sweep everybody up? And he goes, yeah. He goes, it's an image we have to maintain. And the doctor goes, doesn't it? He goes, he goes uh, don't you want to f- figure out why? 
And he goes, yeah, I do. But he goes, we got to get ready for the coronation. And he goes, I've never seen anything like this. And the doctor goes, well, let's fix it. And he goes, how? And the doctor goes, there's also another character there the whole time that never speaks. Uh, and the doctor goes, start from the beginning. Tell me everything you know. And he goes, it started a month ago. Uh, spreading out all over North London, uh, across uh, the demographics, large number at the street we saw you at. Uh, oh, there's another, the Crabtree, this other dude. He brings somebody in and ends up, it's Rose. Uh, and the dietary goes, what is that? That's my friend. And she, now she's just absentmindedly clogging. And they go, this is unusual. She was just out. He goes, we're going to have Torchwood looking into this. Uh, and the doctor's not happy that they just, uh, he goes, uh, absentmindedly, he goes, uh, now I'm on this. Uh, no power on earth can stop me. Let's do it. Uh, but the doctor was really stunned and not happy, so much so that uh, he takes his glasses off. Uh, then we get, like, a doctor and the inspector on a hero what does that say? Hero Patrol. Yeah, coronation party with the, the dad, uh, Eddie, who had just, uh, then there's a bell at their door where they were trying to watch the coronation on the telly. It's a doctor. He says, Tommy, talk to me. Uh, he goes, I need a kid, po- I need your kid podcast to tell me what's going on. And the dad gets in a way. He can't let anything go. He's got to be the boss of everybody. Uh, but his son stands up to him. He goes, listen, Dad, uh, you're the one. He goes, did you tell on everybody about this clogging? I thought you stood up against this kind of stuff. Uh, I thought you you know, were fighting fighting for the underdog, and now I find out you're, uh, whose side are you on? And the Dad goes, I just don't like clogging. Like, it's more of the, the random clopping movements. I don't like clopping. And Rita goes, you know what? Hit the road. You told on my mom for her clogging. Hit the road. And the doctor goes, Kid Podcast, can you help me? Uh, let's see. We also see something. The black party's being set up. Uh, we see the queen. Oh, we see some nice shots of the queen's coronation. Queen uh, Elizabeth II. Uh, I liked the term. That was the sound of... Rita says that was the sound of uh, something ending. She says it when she sits back down to watch TV. When someone says, what was that outside? Uh, doctor rings the bell at Magpie's office. Uh, uh, then he goes, uh, get out here. Uh, they start searching around his office. Uh, the doctor finds a portable TV. He goes, this can't be right. Uh and he t- touches it with his tongue. He says, yeah, there's something about this, uh, not just human human hands, but something else. Uh, and they see this, a portable television? That's impossible. And a doctor scans stuff with his screwdriver. And uh, they see people's feet are dancing. And they see Rose's feet even. Uh, then Magpie shows up and the doctor loses his cool. And he says, yo, what is up with Rose? Uh, what is up with this man? Uh, yeah, and he goes, what do you think? He goes, uh, and doctor goes, who's in charge here? And then the TV speaks. Uh, he goes, this one, you who? 
and they go, I'm afraid this is, I want to introduce you to my new friend. Oh, Magpie said, uh, and they go, it's a person on the TV. And Doc goes, no, it's more of the image. Uh, and she goes, it's C-L-O to the G. That's what makes me recorporate with glee. And they can't talk a little bit about their history. She even turns color into color TV. And the inspector goes, good, good gracious, uh, color television. Also, I saw a sunbeam, sunbeam mixer ad right by Magpie's head at one point. Uh, he pasted it on the wall. Uh, and Doctor kind of figures everything out. He says, uh, oh, you're going to use a TV. Uh, you're going to get powered by clock, the TV person who calls herself the wire. And she goes, why worry about it? Kick off your shoes and enjoy the coronation. You're going to be glued to the screen. And she uses that to try to make it. She uses her pink lightning. Uh, and she goes, uh, you know, CLO to the G, CLO to the G. But the doctor gets out a sonic screwdriver. And she goes, oh, he's got an arm and he's clever. Withdraw, withdraw. And then Magpie goes on the run with his uh, TV box. Uh, and she says, conduct me to my victory. Yeah, he gets in the van. The CV's still talking about uh, clogging. Yeah, doctor wakes up with Kid Podcast. Uh, and uh, they say, where did Magpie go? They go outside. They say, uh, the, the, the other the inspector, he's uh, in full clog mode. Uh, but they say it's never too late. Then there's a hero zoom, like a low shot uh, on the doctor and Tommy. Uh, Queen makes you forget your troubled cat house. What does that mean? They think that's at Tommy's house. Uh, they say, hey, the Queen doesn't make Queen make you forget trouble. Yeah, but the doctor and Tommy, they're like, uh, where would we go? Where would the thing? Uh, like, uh, where when Dr. goes, Moosewell, Musewell Hill. Oh, wait, Alexandria, pa- Alexandra Palace. Uh, that's the tr- biggest TV tr- uh, transmitter. And he goes, we got to go shopping. And then they start putting together a bunch of electrical stuff. Magpie doesn't want to do this whole thing. Uh, uh, we see vacuum tubes. We see more of the Queen's Corporation, Coronation. We see Magpie climbing up. Uh, to broadcast a TV doctor and kid podcast are on the run. I thought for a second they were using the mu- music from uh, 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 Jackbox games. Uh, who, you don't know Jack from the Jack Attack uh, at the end of the game. And the wire says, the time is at hand, Magpie. We see Doctor and Tommy on the run again. Magpie plays... Uh, the wire who oh, plugs in the wire who laughs. Then there's a lot more pink lightning. And she says, too late, doctor. I'm going to consume you too via clog. Uh, so we see the good shot of doctor's converse all stars. You cannot stop the wire. Uh, soon I shall become manifest. Uh, doctor's climbing up after him. Uh, magpie goes bye-bye. But the doctor says, so he climbs up with a magpie and says, uh, you've been burning the candle at both ends, wire. You've overextended yourself. Uh, and the doctor starts plugging in his equipment. Uh, 
Also, he's got uh, his rubber uh, rubber soles. At first, it doesn't work. It short circuits. Uh, and he says, oh, geez, Tommy. And then Tommy ends up, uh, what do you call that thing? Uh, a vacuum tube below. But Tommy finds a new vacuum tube. And uh, the wire says, no, no, no. No more clogging. Uh, and I think that's it. Uh, let me just double check. Uh, yeah, the wire just says no, no, no. And it gets sent back uh, to, to whatever world she was in. And I think that somebody says a joke about an epilogue. The doctor also says, I just invented the uh, the uh, VCR, but it's Betamax. Uh, he goes, yeah, I sorted it all out. Uh, uh, then, uh, let's see, uh, Dr. and Tommy, yeah, they just talk. He goes, yeah, I got rid of it. It was from another planet, really, vlog planet. Uh, then Dr. and Rose have a big reunion, hugs, uh, Rita and Tommy, uh, uh, Grandma's declogged, Rose's declogged, back to normal. A lot of indie music, indie movie music, it felt like, uh, the dad has to go, you know, refigure out his purpose in life. Uh, there's long tables in the middle of the block. Uh, there's dancing coal, uh, pomp and circumstance, uh, tape out or tape over it. Uh, oh, that's how the doctor's going to get rid of the wire. He's like a little bit. Doctor goes all Oprah. He goes, Tommy, you get a scooter. Uh, so he gives Tommy a scooter. He goes, new. Then uh, they go, maybe uh, your dad's, uh, you know, a dinosaur. And Tommy goes, yeah. And Rose goes, you know what? He's still your dad. Maybe uh, you could make some kind of. He could make amends to you. Go give him a chance. Uh, you're clever, clever enough to save the world. Uh, but don't stop there, Tommy. And then people are dancing. Tommy runs after his dad. Uh, Rose and the doctor start to celebrate. And the episode comes to a close. All right, so let's look at a couple of things that came up on uh, this Idiot's Lantern episode. Uh, one of the first shows we saw was What's My Line? Uh, and we'll talk about the UK version, but the Wikipedia article, of course, starts with the US version. The panel game show ran on CBS in the US from 1950 to 1967. Also had subsequent revivals. Uh, required celebrity panelists to answer a question to determine the person's uh, occupation. Uh, with panelists being called on to identify weekly mystery guests with specificity. You think I made it not sound like it made any sense? Uh, it would keep, we came back in syndication after being canceled uh, from CBS. Uh, ran in syndication from '68 to '75. Uh, in the 2013 TV Guide ranked at number nine on the best uh, 60 game shows. Uh, let's shoot to the UK version because it was on. Uh, uh, let's see, panels, look and style, who's who, later introductions, uh, revivals, uh, specials, uh, Bob Barker looks like did it, live version, episode availability, board game, 1955, 1969, and 2001. 
Uh, but here's the international version. So there was an Australian version with John Barnes uh, in 1956. Uh, uh, it only ran to 58. Uh, it was replaced by To Tell the Truth, uh, a Brazilian one uh, hosted by Heloisa Helena. Uh, and she was also a contestant in the American version in 1956. Uh, in Radio Canada and French Canadian, uh, there was a from 54 to 59. Louis Morset. Uh, let's see, uh, Germany. There was a version 55, 58, and 61 to 89. Uh, Robert Lem Lemke. It uh, looks like uh, Indonesia, there was a version from 92 to 98. Uh, uh, let's see, he, who he, she is. Uh, Lithuania, Puerto Rico, South Korea, Spain, Sweden. In the UK version, it ran on BBC television for a service from 51 to 63. The host was called The Chairman. On the premiere was Gilbert Harding, replaced by Iman Andrews, or Amon Andrews, uh, for the remainder of the run. Uh, there was also a radio version on Radio Luxembourg. Uh, let's see, though they were, uh, uh, you know, they had a, the, the, their places were by Peter Martin, Bernard Braden, and uh, Attenborough. It was on BBC Two from seventy three to seventy four. So this is a little bit about it because just because it was on the TV there. But what about uh, Alexandra Palace? For those of us that don't live in the UK or London, it is a real place that still exists. And, and as of when I'm recording this, it has a lot going on. And then we'll cover the past. But this is when I'm recording this. This is Dece December uh, two thousand. Or whatever year it is, uh, 2018. And in December, they had uh, baby jazz, parent and baby music classes, a Christmas carnival, Santa's Grotto, uh, Ronnie Scott, Courtney Pine, uh, Billiards Cup, it looks like uh, Moscone Cup, Aladdin on Ice, uh, Dylan Moran Live, uh, Dr. Cosmos, uh, YMCA, Santa Run, Gareth Malone, uh, Elf and Love Actually were playing over the holiday season, uh, Not So Great Christmas, super Storytelling Thing, Darts Tournament, uh, uh, Fromage on Ice, I don't know what that means, uh, oh, that's like a show on ice, uh, Friday Night Music with Alfie Bow. Uh, let's see what else is coming up. Uh, go Club de Fromage on Ice. Uh, maybe it's like a club on ice. Uh, some hockey, snooker, a train exhibi exhibition, uh, model trains, ping pong, uh, a lot of music in February in hockey. So uh, definitely worth checking out uh, if you're in the U.K., as far as the history goes, according to Wikipedia, it has an extensive history that will link to. Uh, it's an entertainment sports venue in London. Uh, it was built on the site of Tottenham Wood and Tottenham Wood Farm, uh, built by John Johnson and Alfred Meeson uh, in 1873. It opened 
uh, two weeks later had to be rebuilt. Uh, it was intended as a people's palace in the alley pally. It was just, his purpose was to serve as a public center of recreation, education, and entertainment, a counterpart to the Crystal Palace in South London. Uh, at first a private venture, then they uh, sold it to the park uh, for development. Uh, let's see, in 1935, the trustees leased part of the palace to the BBC for use as production and transmission center for the new BBC television. In 1936, it became home of the world's first public television service. Uh, the broadcasting service was a 405-line monochrome analog television, the first of fully electric electronic television system to be used in regular broadcasting. Uh, although other facilities superseded it later, uh, it continued to be used by BBC for many years, and its radio and television mast is still in use. Uh, Maybe a different one, or maybe it's the same one from this show. Uh, uh, the original Studios A and Studio B survive in the southeast wing with the producers' galleries and are used for exhibiting original historical television equipment. The original Victorian theater with its stage machinery also survives. I mean, it, it looks like, the, yeah, the ice skating rink, a hotel, a cinema, and a 10-pin bowling alley, and an exhibition center. Uh, had been planned. It looks like that did open up, though. Uh, the nearest uh, underground stations are Wood Green and Alexandra Palace. Uh, also, it gets served by uh, London Buses Route W3. Uh, so that's a little bit about that. Another nice, interesting thing. Uh, speaking of which, who's this Cliff Richard guy? I mean, I honestly had to look it up, and now I'm glad I did. He's an OBE, so Sir Cliff Richard to me, or Sir Richard maybe, is a British pop singer, musician, performer, actor, and philanthropist. He sold 250 million worldwide records. The third top-selling artist in UK singles history behind the Beatles and Elvis Presley. Originally like a rebellious rock and roll singer in the style of Elvis and Little Richard, uh, with the backing group The Shadows, uh, dominated the pop scene in Britain pre-Beatles, uh, 50s to 60s. Uh, his uh, 58 single move, it is uh, often described as British Britain's first authentic rock and roll song. And uh, John Lennon was a fan. Uh, then he kind of moved into contemporary Christian music. He's had a career over 60 years, won many awards. Uh, and uh, very beloved. Uh, and let's see what about movies, because that's what. Uh, or did they watch uh, specials? Cliff uh, Richard in the seventies, a Renaissance in the seventies to the nineties. Uh, became a Night Bachelor. So yeah, I mean, there's a really, really in-depth uh, stuff about Cliff Richard on Wikipedia. Uh, what about Muffin the Mule, though? I mean, you can't get enough of this, this stuff. Uh, Muffin the Mule, also seen on this episode, is a public character uh, in British television programs for children. Puppet was made in 1933 for Hogarth Puppets. Original program was presented by Annette Mills, a sister John Mills, and was broadcast live from Alexandra Palace, uh, BBC, in 1946 to 1952. 
Uh, Mills and the puppet continued with programs that were broadcast until 1955. Uh, uh, the series was transferred to ITV in 56 and 57. Uh, an animated version of Muffin appeared in uh, 2005 on BBC Two. Uh, original uh, original puppet was uh, created by uh, Punch and Judy puppet maker Fred Tickner for uh, Jan Bussell and Ann Hogarth uh, to form part of a puppet service for puppet puppet circus for Hogarth's puppet theater. Yeah, but they didn't. Then act. They didn't. Uh, they put away and they took it back in action in '46 uh, when they were working with Annette Mills. Uh, the character became the Mule Muffin and appeared in television in addition for for the children broadcast on uh, in October '46. Uh, Muffin danced on top of the piano as Mills played it. Uh, Muffin the Mule was supported by a host of other puppet characters who appeared occasionally. Uh, yeah, so that's a little bit about Muffin the Mule. Interesting, too. Uh, ducktail haircut we may have covered somewhere else, uh, but it was a haircut style popular in the 50s. It is called the duck's uh, rear in the UK or slicked back hair. Uh, according, it was invented according to this in, uh, 1940s in Philly as the duck's butt, uh, in Britain, it formed a part of the visual identity of the teddy boys and the rockers, along with the quaff and the elephant's trunk. Uh, this style had the hair combed back and around the sides of the head. And then, yeah, having like a thing in the middle that looks like the rear of a duck, uh, but maybe the I think that's what the doctor had though he could have had a you know I don't I don't know my hair from my hair I don't have this issue I don't know uh, let's close it out with a little bit about the coronation of Elizabeth II it took place at June second nineteen fifty three Westminster Abbey in London uh, twenty five the age of twenty five. Uh, after the uh, passing of George the Sixth on uh, February 6, 1952. Uh, she was proclaimed, proclaimed a queen by her uh, coronation was held a year later. You know, let uh, the festivals and, uh, you know, let some time pass uh, and make uh, let them prepare for the celebration. Uh, celebrations that took place across, across the Commonwealth realms. Uh, it was the first British coronation to be televised. Uh, television cameras had not been allowed in the Abbey during her father's coronation in 1937. And uh, let's see, it took 14 months of preparation under the chairmanship of uh, Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. Uh, other committees formed. Let's just see what we have about the uh, procession with a little along like 200 microphones. And I just want to see if they have anything about the televising of it. The music, uh, many assumed that the uh, Arnold Box would uh, be the director of music. Uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff in here. Celebrations, monuments, and media. Uh, review of the fleet. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot about it, but nothing specifically about Queen. Uh, uh, you get a lot of other links in here, but I want to look up television prices over the years. Uh, oh, that's a wrong article. I, I found something here. Let's see, where is it? Uh, 
tvhistory.com.tv. And here's some prices, and this is a cool link because it has advertisements in the U.K. and the U.S. In the U.S., American TV prices in the 30s. It looks like you could buy uh, kits uh, for around, in the 30s, around uh, 58. I think this is 1930s money, though, between uh, 40 and $90. Uh, but a factory-made television would be somewhere in the low end, 150 uh, all the way up to uh, 450 And in the um, 1940s, uh, the TVs were more expensive. It looks like uh, you could spend anywhere from 500 to to a few thousand dollars. Uh, in the 1950s, the prices went down again. Uh, it looks like uh, you could put black and white sets, you could get anywhere from... Uh, but one fifty to four four five hundred dollars, and then color televisions uh, from five hundred up to a couple thousand. In the sixties, actually, uh, yeah, black and white TVs were around two hundred and fifty bucks and up. Uh, and color TVs uh, could be as low as uh, three fifty and up into you know multi thousands. In the 70s, uh, again, you could, could, could get away with uh, some black and white TVs for around, a 12-inch TV for around 90 bucks. Uh, and smaller color TVs started at, uh, you know, around 350 or so. Um, let's see, in the UK, uh, you could get a mechanical kit in the 1930s, the Daily Express by Mervyn for five pounds. Uh, and the factory made sets uh, for around 26 pound, 20 to 26 pounds, uh, uh, the Baird Model A or the Televisor. Uh, then before uh, the WAR, uh, you were looking at, uh, for factory sets, uh, 175 and up, uh, uh, post-WAR, uh, you know, the prices went way up. And you're looking at, you know, the, the high threes. Uh, and then in the 50s, uh, yeah, it, it was like, uh, so in the, in the, wait, we we did it in the 50s. So looks like this one doesn't have, uh, like, black and white TVs in the 1950s. We had the PYE 76. Let's just click on this ad. Uh, this is a choice of TV for the connoisseur. It was an 18-valve, 12-inch console. Finest TV chassis in a superbly styled mahogany cabinet. Uh, two simple controls, uh, improved suppressed circuit, uh, produced a picture of fine definition and graduation of tone. Pictures 10 by 8 inches. Uh, uh, consoles 22 by 18 by 35. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, that, 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 so that's a little bit about TVs and stuff. Uh, yeah, but that's it. Uh, good night.